Welcome to the Advent Sermons and Conversations podcast. This is the sermon half. The sermon was given by Pastor Danielle Miller on November 11th, the 25th Sunday after Pentecost. You can find the readings for this week in the podcast description. I'm tired. And it's more than just spending half my time running after my kids. I, uh, I'm very tired. I'm tired of standing up here after another shooting, after another natural disaster, another political cycle, another bout of war and famine and exclusion and violence. You know, preachers are supposed to, by the grace of God, stand up every week and preach the gospel. Some days are easier than others. Because some days, I just don't know where to find it. We're stuck in this cycle of sin, of corruption, of injustice, and the news cycle is exhausting, and my heart is always breaking, and injustice feels like it's winning, and I'm tired. This week, I sat down to write. I prayed, I sat, I read, I prayed. And then my friend died. He'd been sick for a while, but had beat the odds, and so I kind of assumed he would live forever. But as you know, that is not the way it works. He'd been through the ringer in his life, but no matter the circumstance, he always, always had God's praise on his lips. And I mean that very literally, always walking around singing about the goodness of God. He knew what it meant to be a resurrection people because he had already been resurrected by God's saving grace again and again and again in his life and he would tell anybody who would listen. And now he experiences that same truth in death. His life reminded me, his life reminds me that though I am tired, God is not. And that good news is worthy of praise. It's the good news that puts the words, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul, on the lips of the psalmist despite the heartache of the day. It's the good news that reminds us that God is not finished with us yet. God is not tired of doing what is right. It's all right there in Psalm 146. God is executing justice for the oppressed, giving food to the hungry, God is still setting the prisoners free, lifting up those who are bowed down, loving the righteous. God is watching over the stranger, the widow, the orphan. God is still combating what is evil and sowing what is good. This is the God we serve, not only in the days yet to be, but now. This is our God who never tires. Our God, who no matter the circumstances, is worthy of praise. When we read the story today of Jesus in Mark, we get a glimpse of God's character, of of God's persistence. Before our reading today, in this same temple courts, ostensibly during the same day of teaching, a young scribe asks Jesus, what is the most important commandment? The scribe answers his own question and Jesus affirms it. You are to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. 
Jesus then continues to teach, admonishing a religious and political system run by a few wealthy folk, a system that oppresses the poor and lifts up the elite. He calls out the scribes who devour widows' houses, but do so with lengthy prayers to make their actions holy. You see, often when a man died, the handling of his estate was given to the scribes because that would just be too much work for a woman and a widow nonetheless. The scribes then received a percentage in return, and it was not uncommon to experience embezzlement and abuse. This is not a theoretical teaching of Jesus. The system is broken, and the poor are being taken advantage of, and it is not right, and it is not God's will. And then Jesus sits down opposite the temple treasury and watches the very action that he just raised taking place before his eyes as a poor widow comes forward and gives her last two coins. Often we hear this story as a celebration of the generosity of the widow. The scripture is preached that we should give until it hurts. To, to live with a generosity that impoverishes our lives but fills our spirits. Jesus says, truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the treasury. For all of them have contributed out of their abundance. But she out of her poverty has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Now notice there are no words of praise here. No adjectives to celebrate the widow's gift, the widow's tax. No suggestion as to how the widow feels. It is a statement of fact. It is affirmation of what Jesus has just been proclaiming. You see, injustice was widespread then as it is now. The systems were set up to benefit the wealthy on the backs of the poor. Whether it's first century or 21st century, sin is real and systems are broken and folks are tired, but God is not. It is not God's will for God's people to be destitute or suffering. God does not do this. We do it ourselves. We do it to each other. And Jesus, Jesus here shows us the tenacity of God. He shows us what it is to love God with all our heart, with all our minds, with all our strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. After Jesus makes these observations and speaks out against injustice, even though, even though it puts him in danger, he leaves the temple for the last time. His next interactions with his powers and principalities will be during his trial and execution. He is killed for the greatest commandment. He is killed for love. Love refuses to exploit one's neighbor. Love stands with God and in standing with God, stands with God's people. Love cannot be commodified. Love does not allow injustice to go uncontested. Love welcomes the stranger, the immigrant, the refugee, and sees the face of God. Love does not tire because love is of God and God does not give up. Scripture is littered with examples. The people fall down and God says, let's try again. 
leader after leader, generation after generation, prophet upon prophet, God keeps every promise. God continues to love in truth and action no matter how often we get it wrong. When Jesus was nailed to that cross, it was for all the widows who have ever been taken advantage of. For all the scribes that have lost their way, for the hungry and oppressed, the prisoner and the stranger, the orphan and the outcast. For all those who are tired and ready to give up. For all those who are tired and want to try again. For every broken system and broken person, for you and for me, Jesus was nailed to the cross because God does not give up. And the sinfulness, the, the heartbreak of this fallen world could not, would not give up love of power for love of God. And so they crucified him. But instead of throwing in the towel, God said, oh, <laughs> I'm not done yet. I am faithful and I, will, and I love you too much to back down. I love you too much to stay down. Love, you see, will rise and justice will win because God declares it to be so. This is the nature of God. And now that is the nature of us because we are God's people, which makes us a resurrection people. And on the days when you are too tired, on the days when the injustice of the world weighs you down, on the days when it feels like love is the farthest thing for, from your life, remember that God is awake and at work. Remember that we are a resurrection people. Remember that God is executing justice for the oppressed, giving food to the hungry. God is still setting the prisoner free, lifting up those who are bowed down, loving the righteous. God is watching over the stranger, the widow, the orphan. God is still combating evil and sowing what is good. This is the God we serve, not only in the days yet to be, but now. And God is waiting for us to join in. Acting not from our own well of strength, because without God we have none. But acting out of God's love. And out of that unending spring, God calls us when we cannot find the good news to be the good news in the world. Partnering in the work of the gospel, the work of justice, the work of love, the work of God. Amen. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at adventnyc.org. Our services are 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. in English and 12.30 p.m. in Spanish at 93rd and Broadway.